The Dallas Stars will be looking to take a 3-2 series lead over the Seattle Kraken tonight as their series returns to Dallas for Game 5. And on today's episode, we'll talk about the keys to victory for the Stars. We'll talk about the captain, Jamie Benn, and the way he needs to continue to impact the game. We'll talk about Thomas Harley's development uh, during his tenure with the team here in the playoffs. And we'll, of course, talk about Jason Robertson and why we should continue to be optimistic that his breakout is coming. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Thursday, May 11th. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. If you're watching on YouTube, let us know in the comments down below who you think wins tonight's game. Who do you think scores the first goal of the game? Uh, be sure to let me know in the comment section on YouTube down below if you are watching and it's a big game tonight. Of course, the series tied at two apiece. The Stars and the Kraken going back and forth in this series. Game five in Dallas. And there's still plenty to, to take away from Tuesday night's win uh, that needs to carry over into this game on Thursday night. And one of the biggest players that kind of just went under the radar, I guess, and really just was on my mind, but felt like he needed to have a, a segment dedicated in today's episode well, Stars captain Jamie Benn, uh, he played a very, very good game on Tuesday night in Dallas's winning effort in game four. He, of course, scored the first goal of the game, his second of the playoffs, and it was late in the first period, a very timely goal after another back and forth 0-0 uh, zero, zero period. It seemed like we might be set uh, to head to the first intermission deadlocked at zero like we saw in game three, but the Stars got a power play opportunity and they were able to take advantage, and not necessarily in the way that you would expect them to do so on the power play. It was kind of a rush opportunity. They didn't really get set up in the offensive zone like they tend to score the majority of their goals when they do go on the man advantage. But regardless, the Stars will take what they can get. A beautiful snipe from Jamie Benn from pretty high up in the offensive zone. But that goal from the captain really did set the tone for the team early in the game, and it, of course, broke the ice for scoring, which has been very important throughout the you know first four games of this series. The team that has scored first uh, outside of game one has won, has gone on to win the game. Uh, you know, Joe Pavelski gets the first goal in game, game one. Stars don't win that game, but games two, three, and four, uh, all of the winners were the team that scored first. And so it's an especially after what went down in game three with the Stars getting beat seven to two. And of course, Jamie Benn saying that he and the rest of the team needed to be better. He didn't just give us lip service. He went out and delivered. And he may only have two goals, 
throughout the playoffs so far, but I feel like he has still been a key contributor to the team up to this point. Of course, it feels like everyone could be doing more at times, but he's really been a driving force offensively for the Stars on offense. I mean, you look at the production from guys like Wyatt Johnston and Evgeny Dodonov. Dodonov, in particular, having a very productive postseason with, what, four goals scored so far, playing on that line with Jamie Benn. And we're starting to see Wyatt Johnston come into his own as well uh, here past to the regular season, uh, You know, a place where we weren't really sure what to expect. We knew Johnston was a good player in the regular season, but how would that translate over to the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I think he's translated his game pretty well, uh, and a big part of that is due in part to playing alongside Jamie Benn, who is tied uh, for third on the team and assists so far in the playoffs. Again, only two goals, and he did take a big step forward this season in terms of where he had previously been, uh, you know, a 30-goal season for the captain, which we hadn't seen in quite some time. He takes those steps forward. You'd maybe like to see a little bit more goal scoring from Jamie Benn, but he's still finding ways to be an important contributor on offense, making plays for others, which is something he's also been very good at this season, especially on the power play. But he can even do it at five on five, which makes him oh so valuable to this team uh, night in and night out. And we all remember, uh, you know, the, the, the shot, that video of Jamie Benn after the Stars fall short in the 2020 Cup final, the, the, just the silence, the disappointment, in the locker room of coming so close to reaching the pinnacle of the sport, but falling just short. And I often, I mean, this happened last year when the stars made it to the playoffs, but that image has come back to me several times here during this playoff run, because there's just been so many, you know, decisive moments, moments where it's kind of do or die for the Dallas stars. Of course, game four uh, wasn't win or go home for Dallas, but it certainly did kind of feel that way. Cause if you lose, you're fine. You, you find yourself down three, one, uh, which is not a great place to be in. And then, you know, then again, you you find yourself disappointed with the season potentially ending sooner than you would have expected it to. And, you know, that feeling that I'm sure Jamie Benn and the Stars felt back in 2020 is an awful feeling because you never really know if you're going to make it back to the Stanley Cup Finals. It's so hard to get to that point. It's even harder to win four games in that series and get the win. And the Dallas Stars got close. They only were two wins away from doing it, but they weren't able to cross the finish line. But, I mean, you just know that Jamie Benn, in his mind, knew that, that he would do everything he could to get his team back in that position. Again, it's much easier said than done. It's not just, a you know, oh, just because you wake up and want it, you, you're automatically going to get it. It comes with plenty of work, plenty of sacrifice, and plenty of hurdles to, to jump over, which the Stars have had plenty of those here in the playoffs so far and really all throughout the season, things that they've had to overcome and work through in order to get to the, you know, this juncture of the season where they have an opportunity to take a 3-2 lead in this second-round series. And if the Stars are going to go far this postseason, they need Jamie Benn to continue to step up. It's huge that the captain gets the first goal in this must-win game four, he sets the tone for the team offensively and, of course, sends the Stars into that first intermission with all the momentum. Really not all the momentum because Seattle did bounce back, but thanks to Jake Ottinger, they were kept off the scoreboard. But it was huge for Jamie to get that first goal of the game. And you even look back to 2020. That was his best playoff season with eight goals and 11 assists, totaling 19 points in 27 games played. He was impactful then, and the Stars need him to continue to be impactful now. 
whether that's goal scoring on the power play, whether it's playmaking for Johnston or Dodonoff, he needs to find a way to continue to do what he's done. And that's be a catalyst for this team. And of course, be the motivator for this team to help continue to urge them to fight on because he knows that while this isn't the end of his career, time is slowly starting to run out for Jamie Ben. I mean, he and you know, plenty of other veterans on this team, you just never know when the quality of play or how much you're able to contribute is going to take a dip. And I don't necessarily anticipate that for Ben anytime soon, but you just know that, I mean, he's been to the cup finals before he knows what it takes to get there. And he knows the pain of not being able to get the job done as do several others on this team. Plenty of those Dallas stars players that were on that 2020 team are still on the team. And Joe Pavelski with the San Jose sharks, Pete DeBoer with the San Jose sharks and the devils back in 2012. They've both been there before, and they, they know what it feels like to, to suffer that steam defeat in the Stanley Cup Finals. And you just know that this group is determined to get back there, but give it a different result. Well, we're going to continue to talk about another special player on this Dallas Stars playoff roster, a guy who has kind of come out of nowhere, but been an incredible story through the first few games. We'll talk about Thomas Harley and his development coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Just download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I want to thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. Thanks to all the everydayers out there making Locked on Stars part of their daily routine here in the postseason as we're gearing up for Game 5 at the American Airlines Center. The Stars looking to take their first lead of the series, uh, just like it was in Round 1 against Minnesota. Stars did not take a lead in that series until after Game 5 where they got the win, and they're looking for history to repeat itself uh, here in Game 5 of this series against the Seattle Kraken. And one player who will be looking to join in on that effort is rookie Thomas Harley, a newcomer to the team, Thomas Harley. One of the best star storylines this playoffs has been the emergence of Harley. Coming up from the AHL, where he spent pretty much the entirety of the season down there, uh, coming up near the end of the regular season, had a very good campaign down in Cedar Park with the Texas Stars where he was named an AHL All-Star. He's fully made the jump. I don't think there's really a, a question or a debate now. Thomas Harley is a, a full-time NHLer, uh, plain and simple. I think he, he's earned a spot on this team, not just here in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but I think that he's also done it for the future, which I imagine was the hope and aspirations of the organization, especially the coaching staff, when they made the decision this summer to keep him it, it, at the AHL level with the Texas Stars. And that's seeming to pay off uh, and seemed to be huge for his development. I don't necessarily doubt that he could have been an impactful player 
had he played the majority of the season at the NHL level in Dallas. But I mean, I think this was the right way to do it, not rushing the production, not rushing him up to the NHL level. And now here he is in the playoffs being not, not just a guy on the team who's, oh yeah, he's fine every now and then. He is making an impact on the ice, especially as the playoffs continue to go on. I feel like we're seeing his presence and we're being made more aware of his presence as the games continue to roll our way. He plays hard and is an effective player on both sides of the ice. He's not quite to Miro Haskinen's level, but he's almost like a light version of Miro Haskinen. I think he's going to be a key piece of this team's defensive core going forward, and it's shaping up to be a sneaky good decor in Dallas over the next few seasons with, of course, Miro Haskinen leading the way, but then you throw in a guy like Thomas Harley. Uh, you have um, guys like Christian Cairo. I almost said Jordan Cairo, but that's his brother who plays in St. Louis. Christian Cairo, you, of course, have Leon Bichelle. Both of those guys taken in the 2022 draft last summer. Bichelle just signed his entry-level deal with the Dallas Stars. Uh, it could be a very fun decor here in the future, and then maybe you know you never know what's going to happen with a guy like Nils Lundqvist, how he'll continue to develop. Could be interesting to see. But Harley in particular has been delightful to watch here in the postseason. I personally wouldn't mind see him to see him get a little bit more time on the power play. He does have a couple minutes logged there already in the postseason, but really the power play responsibilities defensively seem to still begin and end with Miro Haskinen, which makes sense. But then Ryan Suter still gets his fair share of reps as well. But I really wouldn't mind seeing Harley take over, especially since I imagine that's going to be one of the expected roles for him uh, once Suter, you know, calls it quits or just isn't able to play on the power play anymore, which I don't really know how much longer he's going to be around. But better, you know, there's not really a better time than now, I think, to get Harley ready. And again, it doesn't have to be, you know, the entire time because he is still learning and growing and developing working on chemistry with these players. And so you wouldn't want it to be all the time, but I think that he's earned the opportunity in the postseason to play on the man advantage. He's proven that he can do it. He can play five on five as well. And it's just going to continue to, to be something that I want to see as his time in the league continues to grow. And as he gains more experience and I mean, you just look at the way that he plays the game with confidence and that's such a big part of being a player in the NHL is confidence. And he has it on full display here on the biggest stage in the sport, in the Stanley cup playoffs. He's flexed that the, the confidence muscle, if you will, with his offense, with a goal in game four, his first career Stanley cup playoffs goal, a sweet feed from Max Domi. And it really seems like he can be almost a balance of Miro Haskin and of, you know, he, he can play offensively. And I think he maybe is a little bit more offensive minded, but he's certainly uh, not lacking on defense. He can still make those plays with his stick. He's not afraid to go down into the corners and, and battle for those pucks along the boards, which is really encouraging to see. Uh, he's, you know, Miro Haskinen, but maybe not as fast, but also does pack a good amount of size at 6'3", 205, certainly can lay a hit if needed, but also, as we saw on Tuesday night, uh, has a pretty mean shot to go in his arsenal. And just the more I continue to watch him, the more I'm excited to know that this defensive core is going to be led by Miro Haskinen and Thomas Harley here in the future. That's a very solid one-two punch. Uh, maybe could be one of the best one-two punches in the NHL here in the next season or two, uh, and maybe even next season, because this is valuable experience for Thomas Harley to be playing meaningful minutes and being put in the game in meaningful situations in the playoffs, not just in round one, but here in round two as well. 
So now when next season rolls around, there really shouldn't be any worry or doubts that Harley is ready to make that full-time jump to be in the NHL because we know that he's ready. If he can play like this in the postseason, just imagine what he can do in the regular season uh, alongside you know Miro Haskinen and whoever else is going to be on that team for a full 82-game slate. And this is just another example of good development from the stars in the organization. We see it time and time again. And of course, a lot of good things going on with the Texas stars down in the AHL as they're continuing to fight their way through the Calder Cup playoffs. Still a good handful of players down at the development level. And I think that should give us some optimism for other players down there developing right now, whether that be Maverick Bork, Antonio Stranges, uh, just to name a couple, or even at the goalie level, guys like Matt Murray, who I imagine will be looking to take over for Scott Wedgwood uh, sometime in the next few years if Wedgwood does depart through trade, free agency, uh, whatever that might be. So Thomas Harley, a huge success in the postseason so far. Can't wait to continue to watch what he does and also gives me hope for the future uh, for the development of players in this Stars franchise. Well, we're going to close out today's episode talking about Jason Robertson yet again and why there should still be reason for optimism for his scoring going into Game 5. All of that coming up next. Here we are getting ready for another Dallas Stars playoff game, pleading, pleading for Jason Robertson to finally come to life. With only two goals so far through the you know nearly two rounds of the postseason, we, we've been waiting for Jason Robertson to fully arrive here in the playoffs. Two goals, six assists through 10 games so far here, and really has felt like a non-factor in round two. At least in round one, he scored those couple of power play goals and is making some impacts here and there offensively. But it really is, and he's been a no-show here in round two against Seattle. I mean, there's there's no way to to you know sugarcoat that. He, he really hasn't done much, and you can't say it's because of a lack of opportunity. He had some golden chances uh, on Tuesday night in Game Four. Some of them with a goalie in net, but even some of those shots went wide, and he even missed the empty net. They the Stars put him out there late in the third period to see if he can just get something to go, even without a goalie, and he's not even able to score with an empty net goal. And the truth of the matter is, he just needs to see one go in. I know that there's, oh, he's injured. Oh, he's, you know, he's not ready to be in the playoffs, uh, which I, I just don't believe to be true. I, I don't think he's injured. It doesn't look like he's missing a step uh, just in terms of the way he moves or the way he shoots. He's just missing. And, and I, I don't buy the narrative that he's not built for the playoffs. I truly do believe that he's just in a scoring slump. And we see good goal scorers go through moments like this. Let me take you back to the beginning of last season, the 2021-2022 season. The season began on October 14th, and Rope Hintz didn't score a goal for a month. He didn't score a goal until November 10th at home against the Nashville Predators. I remember because I was at that game, and the building in Dallas went ballistic when Rope Hintz scored that goal because they knew he just needed to see one go in, and he would proceed to score 37 goals that season. And I remember before then, it was just, hitting post after post or the crossbar or just really incredible saves from the goalies that Rope Hintz was facing. And it wasn't because Rope Hintz is a bad player or a bad goal scorer. He was just in a slump and he just needed to see one puck go in. And once that puck went in, he was fine. And he did normal Rope Hintz things and he nearly had a 40 goal season. And I believe that Jason Robertson is in that exact same spot. He's not a bad player. 
He isn't not built for the playoffs. He just needs to see a goal go across the red line and into the net. Goal scorers uh, from all over the league and over the entirety of NHL history experience moments like this. And it's just unfortunate that it happens to be right now for Jason Robertson. If this was the regular season, I think people would be concerned and they would be talking, but I don't think it would be as big a deal as it's being made out to be right now. But it's because it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's the postseason. These are meaningful games. Both of these teams, Dallas and Seattle, looking to advance to the conference finals. I mean, it's, it's massively important that your key players step up in these games. And Robertson hasn't been able to. But I, I just know once he gets one to go, he's going to be just fine. And he's going to get back to being himself, the Jason Robertson that we saw have back-to-back 40-goal seasons. You don't just score over 80 goals across two seasons by accident. That's not a fluke. Jason Robertson is not a bad player. He's built for the playoffs. He's an incredible talent. And it's just a matter of time. And, and is it going to be tonight? Is it going to be in game five? I, I don't know. I, I can't promise that. I can't guarantee that. I would love for it to be, especially with it being a home game. I think that'd be great. But all we can do as fans is continue to wait and see what happens. Jason Robertson is going to be fine. And it's probably not even going to be a traditional goal. It's going to have to be something goofy that, you know, he shoots it and it bounces off an opposing player skate or it, it bounces off the back of the boards and takes a weird tumble into the goal. It probably won't even be a traditional goal. It'll probably probably be something obscure and out of the ordinary. But we'll take obscure and out of the ordinary at this point if it means that 21 is scoring goals again for the Dallas Stars. Hopefully it is tonight. Hopefully game five is the moment where we saw Jason Robertson flip a switch and he becomes the 100 plus point scorer that we knew and loved during the regular season. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen every single day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Remember, we are always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. You can, of course, also find us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And we'll, of course, be back tomorrow uh, with an episode recapping what happens in game five. Huge, huge win on the line here is the winner of this game. Uh, will be only one more win away from advancing to the Western Conference Finals. The Dallas Stars for the first time since 2020 and the Seattle Kraken for the first time ever. Uh, a lot on the line here in Game 5 and would love to see the Stars take control of this game early and get the win in front of the hometown crowd and then hopefully not see them again until Round 3. That is best case scenario, but I hope you guys enjoy your Thursday. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you right back here after Game 5. 